Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Most people have experienced depression at some time during their life. Now, it may not have been a long clinical depression, but most of you listening, and myself included, have gone through bouts of depression. I mean, serious depression. When we don't want to get out of bed, when we don't want to deal with people, when we seriously don't want to do anything, and in my case, I didn't even want to live. Now, that's not a very good Christmas message, but sometimes my worst bouts were around Christmas or Thanksgiving or a birthday. It seems like when, you know, society tells you you're supposed to be happy right now, and you're not, and you see everybody else, and they are, what have you got to feel good about? Today, for instance, at church, I was watching as families were come together. We're building a big new auditorium. It's going to be huge. Our current one only seats about, what, 400, and we've got three services. So the new Big Sanctuary is going to seat 1,200. And I was watching as the pastor had instructed people to, when you come in, take time to step aside and pray for your family, write your favorite scripture verse where the stage is going to be because it's now concrete. And when the new floor is poured over that, he said, literally, I will be able to be standing on the word as I preach. And so we saw people laughing and little kids writing a scripture or drawing a picture and people giggling. And I saw a couple of people just stepping back and some were just standing by themselves and they looked kind of forlorn. And there was even one that I had talked to earlier that said they didn't know anybody. They just moved here. They have been recently, I believe it was we either divorced or widow. I can't remember which one, but in other words, alone. And you're not supposed to be alone at Christmas, right? You're not supposed to be alone with nobody celebrating your birthday. But on the other hand, when everybody else seems so happy and they just don't seem to even notice that there's somebody that is not, we have to take time, especially over Christmas this year, to look for, to ask for, to call those people that are going to be alone for Christmas and see what we could do with them. I don't know if there's, you know, maybe we could have them out to eat or over to the house, or maybe we could send them something. Maybe we could find a place that's serving Christmas dinner where others could take them as well. We have a group here called Heart Sisters, and our friends and my girlfriends especially are the ones who will be together. This Tuesday, we're going out to this beautiful facility on a golf course called the Mission Inn. Um, More or less, it is a resort, so you don't really go there to eat unless you have a lot of money and you're a member of the country club or the golf club or whatever it is. 
but I've been there a couple of times and mostly with my heart sisters. So when we started to get the groups together to go this time, there were a couple of people who didn't have anybody to ride with or they didn't know where they were going. And I'm going to be going straight from the radio program that we do Tuesday mornings in Leesburg, Florida. So I couldn't very well take anybody from there because I wouldn't have time to come back to my little town here and then head back down there. Anyway, long story short, you can help people around range rides, which is what we ended up doing. And others can then ride with other people who are driving and would love to have somebody go with them. So this time of the year, if you know somebody who has been down and depressed, especially this time of the year, this may be the hardest time of all to be alone. And I have a friend who is going to be alone, but it's by her choice. She has recently been widowed, and she didn't want to be with others right now. She didn't feel like she wanted to be in somebody else's family Christmas, and members of her family are going to be other places. So if you choose that, that's one thing, because I know I would never be alone. If I were to spend Christmas all by myself, and I say this now knowing that I don't have to, but I believe that if I would be in that predicament, I would probably put on good Christmas music, watch some good Christmas shows, make sure I read the Christmas story, or find a place where it's on a podcast and listen to it, and because I've been in so many Christmas productions and emceed so many, including even last week over on the east coast of Florida, I know the Christmas story pretty much by heart. And when I think about that, it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. It wasn't for any other reason that Joseph was going to Bethlehem. He was going there to pay his taxes. He didn't want to go. He had a very expecting wife, Mary, and she didn't need to be riding on a donkey, and they couldn't make reservations in those days. And when they got there, because everybody from there was having to pay taxes and probably spend the night, they couldn't find any place to stay either. So there were probably haylofts and barns and caves and all kinds of places where you found people sleeping at the side of the road. And the weather there is not great. Whenever this time of the year was when Jesus was born, it probably wasn't December, but we don't know when it was for sure. We just have signs from the skies and, you know, the when the solstice was, etc. But it probably was still cold overnight. When we were in Bethlehem, even though it was warm during the day, it still got cold at night. And I picture this sweet little teenage mama with her first child and her husband who she had never been intimate with and a baby she never thought she would be having until the Holy Spirit had come upon her. And now here she was in this predicament. I can't think of anything else that might be scarier, more intimidating, or at least probably a time if you were going to be fearful and depressed, this might be it. But there they were. My friend, whatever you find yourself in this Christmas, 
If you don't make plans to do something else, then make plans to be alone. Make plans on a schedule even. From this time to this time, I will do this. I will read the Christmas story. I will pray. I will call another friend that I know that's going to be alone or Whatever you can do, make your schedule for the day, even if it includes a nap or a walk around the neighborhood or driving around looking at lights. And especially, and I know because it's on Sunday this year, there are churches having regular church. Of course, it'll be centered around Christmas. So that may be your Christmas celebration is the church. You could probably go to two or three different services if you wanted to. I know we're having two separate ones at our our church here, even though my husband and I will be in St. Louis and we will be attending church there with my brother at his church and my mom, my sweet, almost 98-year-old mama, I'm looking forward to being with her. That will be one of my best Christmas presents is to be with my mama. And of course, traveling with my husband. Are we looking forward to travel at Christmas, flying out of Orlando where people come to be in Disney and to have such fun and this is the happiest place in the world, right? No, it's probably going to be hectic and crazy you're going to see people that are fighting with the poor counter people that didn't want to be working this time of the year anyway, but they're doing the best that they can. So my friend, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I promise you, you are not alone. If you don't believe me, just say, God, I want you to be a part of my life in a greater way. You have said in scripture, you must increase and I must decrease. So God, increase. Let your Holy Spirit fill my heart, my soul, my mind, and let me dwell on the scriptures of Christmas, that as they went to pay their taxes, the poor, poor shepherds were in the field watching their flock by night, and suddenly an angel of the Lord came upon them, and they were sore afraid, but the angel said, fear not. For behold, I bring good tidings and great joy, for unto you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be your sign. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in the manger. And they rushed and they prayed and they rejoiced. And the angel said, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. This week, find ways to bring peace and joy and goodwill to your neighbors, to those you don't know, to people down the street, to the fella ringing the kettlebell, probably someone who's just doing it either out of kindness or to get minimum wage. There may be some homeless people standing on the street. Don't turn the other way. If you're a Christian, don't just throw money at them. Stop and Pray with them. Give them a certificate to a local fast food restaurant, something to let them know that not only do you see them, but let them know that there is a God who loves them, who loved this world so much, he came to this downtrodden earth that he might bring life and bring it abundantly. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him, and that whosoever includes me, my friend, should have 
everlasting life should not perish, but life eternal. Father God, I pray that this Christmas, those that don't like Christmas, those that maybe don't know you, would find this would be their day of reckoning, their day of salvation, their day of finding that joy unspeakable and full of glory that only you can give. And I pray for that one listening that just needs an extra added measure of joy this Christmas and this season. And I pray that, God, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Merry Christmas. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.